Jordan Small, uh, my colleague here for Follow Your Spirits. It is May for. Can you believe it's May, Jordan? I know. It's, it's can you believe it's May? I, I went to go look at the date saying, oh, I better mention the date. And I saw the five and I got confused. I was like, what? <laughs> is my computer broke? <laughs> no, it is It is indeed May. Uh, we're a few weeks into the NWSL season. You are in the heat of uh, your final, I guess, like official semester at, at Brockport. Is that right? Yep. 17 more days. Seven. Well, who's counting? Not me. Who, who's counting? <laughs> Uh, and then uh, you will be you will uh, have finished your uh, your time up there. It has is has it dawned on you that that's happening yet? Uh, definitely, like the past couple of days, as I like hit certain things where I'm like, oh, this is the second to last time of me doing this, and this is due in two days. Like everything is starting to kind of hit me right now. So, what? Um... Before we get into the into uh, the recent spirit news, what what aspect of college do you think that you're going to miss the most? Uh, probably the people. I mean, like I've met, I went to a school that I knew absolutely no one going in, and so uh, just kind of like the people and the memories that I've made here uh, will definitely stick with me because uh, it's just one of those things that I don't know when I'll see those people again because everybody is from new york and i'm not yeah yeah that happened i mean let me tell you i i went to school here in dc and i don't see people that went to school very often uh because alternatively uh i went to school here i stayed here but very few people who went to went to school here stayed here right they they came into dc to go to school and then they left to go have amazing careers so um but yeah I, i feel you on that uh jordan last time we released a podcast was april 18 um, last week was, uh, quite chaotic for, uh, for the both of us. We had a difficult time lining up. Here we are, uh, this week, there's only one game that we miss. We'll talk about that. Um, and I guess that's the first thing actually to discuss is the, uh, spirit fall one nil on the road in Utah. Um, I don't, you know, I, I was looking, I, I watched the highlights. I admittedly didn't get a chance to watch the full game. I, I started watching the replay and then uh, got distracted, got brought away. But um, the spirit from what from the first half that I was able to watch and this sort of what I gained from like commentary and stuff put out a good effort. Yeah, I mean, you know, can't be too disappointed with a one nothing loss. And especially since the goal came so early on for Utah. But it's just frustrating when they're back to not scoring goals. Like I think we got a little spoiled in week one where, <laughs> you know, they, they scored two goals and it's like, Oh, well maybe we're, maybe we're back in this thing. And then it's like, Nope, just kidding. We, we don't know how to score. And, uh, I don't know. One of these days we'll see them, uh, at least get a point on the road. I think that right now it's like, Oh, they're going on the road. Cool. They're going to come back with no points. Um, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate, but that's kind of just how the past two years have been. Pretty much since uh, 2016, they, they've been unable to, to really put anything together on the road. And so it's not, it's not too surprising, but still, still kind of stings this early in the season. 
Yeah. Uh, the two best opportunities for the spear probably come from a free kick from Lozavel, which uh, just misses the uh, upper left corner of the goal. Uh, and then Mally Pugh had a really great one-on-one uh, on Barnhart, but um, I don't know. I don't know if she didn't collect herself well enough or couldn't, uh, but kind of uh, didn't, didn't make it difficult for Barnhart um, uh, to stop that goal. So, um a few good opportunities that the just didn't go the Spirits' way. Uh, Aubrey Bledsoe did her thing, uh, minus one one goal that got by. Uh, so, yeah, unfortunate. It's disappointing that it's like, oh, it, like it kind of makes, makes you cautious, right? Like, oh, right. another one of these seasons. But it's only the first road game. Um, and we'll, we'll see if this becomes a pattern or, or if that really just was a great, uh, you know, a good matchup against Utah. Utah sitting second in the standings uh, with six points. Um, might do, might they be uh, a team to contend with now with uh, with Kristen Press and uh, a team that's that looks like they're ready to perform? Yeah, I think it'll be definitely interesting to see um, what happens when their national team players go away because they do have yeah. quite a number of those. But I think that... You know, the season is going to be very interesting for the whole league because these teams are coming out really strong right now. Another team would be North Carolina. And when you look at the scorelines, you're like, oh, that's great. Like, they're going to be really good this season. But then you figure how many national team players they are or they have on their team. And that was the last weekend that we're going to see them until after the World Cup. So, uh it's just something to, to kind of take with a grain of salt. But uh, I think Laura Harvey definitely definitely has some tricks up her sleeve that I'm excited to see what she what she puts out there. Yeah. Um, North Carolina, Utah, Chicago, Portland, that's top four in the standings. Um, and other than those four teams, only the Spirit ha- um, have a positive goal differential. Um, so from fifth place down to ninth, uh, spirit only team with a positive goal differential. Um, so I don't know, we're only two games in the season, but there's something to, <laughs> there's, there's a little, little meaningless stat that they're out there right now. Um, I mean, we've seen it. We've, we've only seen two, two, uh, two games, but strong, strong first outing with a two nil win, a disappointing loss, but a competitive one with, uh, in Utah, it's too early. We don't want to overreact, but as sports fans and as as, um, as people who sit there and try to like glean something from every game that's played, um, are we? Are you more optimistic than you were at the beginning of the season? Now that it looks like they can actually develop opportunities and take advantage of them, I think so. I think that uh, you know is. You say sports fans, and then I think, you know, D.C. sports fans who were, were so um, willing to get up after one thing but also get down so easily. And so I think that if they can continue to put up strong numbers at home and get results and bring in the fans, uh, that in itself is good enough for me. I know that, you know, it'd be great to win on the road, but – there's also other things that they have to build on right now, and, and attendance is one of them. So if they can play well at home, that's almost a win in itself. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking of the numbers and something that I um, that we brought up last week and that was the theme of the past uh, season or two, uh, Spirit had 11 shots, only four of those on goal. Um, that's, you know, that still showing like sort of a, a lower shot on goal percentage. Um, I don't know. Does that does that give you concern? I mean, it, it, it seems to be thematic with what we've seen uh, since the beginning of the 2017 season is it, this this trouble shot shot volume is better than it was last year, but still that accuracy not quite there. Well, um, you know, not having Franny Ortega around definitely uh, <laughs> definitely yeah, changes absolutely. the way that you look at that. Uh, but I think, you know, so early on in the season, it's hard to re- to really get a good feel for that just because, you know, they don't necessarily, they're not in the best form. Um, so the timing's a little off, but I think that they're getting those chances is a good sign. And hopefully, you know, as the season progresses and they get more comfortable with each other and they, they understand the timing uh, that, that that will improve a, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, comparatively on the other side, Utah had uh, six shots with two of them, uh, on goal, uh, and of course, one of those uh, one of those gets through. Um, what do you think of the lineup going into or the uh, the formation going into this game? Yeah, I mean, you know, you're trying to keep consistent with things, and uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's hard. I think you need to try and play your national team players while you, you have them, but uh, I, I like what we're seeing out of the younger players, and I think that getting that back some more consistent time together is going to really help because you know in years past that's been kind of the struggle point so uh just to see the four of them still back there uh good to see rose lavelle at least come into the game and get some minutes and um it's, it's going to be tough if all three spirit players do make the u.s national team uh but you know even if andy sullivan doesn't end up making the roster i think that changes the season a lot for the spirit absolutely uh tori houster playing right back again uh looked comfortable uh yeah. i think uh you know i think that's something that we can in a in a offseason that had a high turnover on the back line houster dropping back to to defense i think that's uh, a good amount of experience and comfort we're seeing out of the veteran yeah i, I mean i think um i think we've talked about this last week but just the fact that you know, she's played midfield most of her time there, and and then she she's played center back for them, but that was mainly in the early days. Uh, but to see her at right back and figuring it all out and deciding that that's going to be where she's going to perform best for this team, I think it is great. You know, last year I think she was incredibly underutilized. It seemed as if. Uh, her and, and Gabara were not on the same page with some things. And just to have her presence out on the field, she's a, a veteran and on a back line that is made up of two rookies and somebody else that has not played uh, pretty much anything but forward in her pro career. It's good to have a, a strong voice back there like Tori's. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I mean, I think that's sort of it on this game, right? Yeah. I don't think there's really much. It was, um, you know, uh, nothing really hot to come off that game to uh, to discuss too early early in the season to talk about uh, what spirit any adjustments they should make or anything like that. So um, this week 
May the fourth. Yes. Stores night at the Plex. Are you? You're not going to be there, right? I'm you're too not, busy at college. No. Yeah. Um. I, I. I would say there's a 75 percent chance that I. I make it to. Um. The Plex. I think the. Um. I think. By the way, my wife says hi. I told her. That <laughs> I just texted her saying I was recording with Jordan, and she said hi, Jordan. Hello. So. Um. But. Sort of depending on what the weather looks like, um, it's Not scattered yeah. thunderstorms throughout the day. Even if it looks like the game may go off, my my motor transportation will probably be my motorcycle. So depending on what the weather looks like surrounding the game will actually dictate more whether or not I make it to the game and not whether or not the game ends up uh, going off on time. Yeah, so um, if, I, if I'm at the game, it's because I somehow got the car or the, uh, the weather lightened up enough for me to feel comfortable on the motorcycle. But uh, it's exciting. I'm excited to see what these theme nights are going to be like, right? Like how much, you know, we, we talked about growing attendance and, and fan engagement and how much effort the the spirit are really putting into uh into marketing and really creating a community again with with these fans interested to see what they do with these theme nights yeah i think they have the potential to be very good for the spirit especially if they uh if they continue to kind of build on this whole fan experience aspect of of stuff so um very excited i think this is a good starting point because it's very difficult to screw up um, Star Wars night. And uh, I know that it seems like a popular night for the league because I think North Carolina is, is hosting one as well. So uh, definitely something that in a World Cup year will keep bringing people back to games, even if those players aren't around. Yeah. Uh, I feel like on Star Wars night, you just say that it's Star <laughs> Wars night and the fans kind of do the rest, right? right? They Everybody Dress shows up. up in their Star Wars theme stuff. Yeah, uh, exactly. Playing, um, you know, the Spirit playing uh, Seattle Rain, who also yet are yet to get a, uh, a win, right? Yep. So in, in early on in the season. So um, I think that, you know, it's, it's a different team um, roster wise. So I guess maybe they don't, maybe more of the players don't have like that hangover of the struggle that the Spirit have had against Seattle in years past. But I think that even if there were, even if there was like, oh, here's this team that we've struggled with, I think the fact that the, that the Rain are still looking for their first win, I think instills maybe some more motivation of the Spirits to, uh, to uh, get three points here at home. Um, uh, I guess if I was if if I was forced to make a prediction, Jordan, uh, I'm I'm gonna go with one one. I'm gonna say they can't yeah. quite get the three points, but I think that they uh, keep Seattle from getting their first win. I think that's fair. I mean, if you look at the two previous results for Seattle, it has been one one draws. So, uh, yeah, I, no arguments with me there. Um, wouldn't be surprised if this actually was a a scoreless draw, but sure. Uh, I think that yeah, definitely like zero zero one one is is the way to go with this, especially if if we do see you know a lightning delay or or some some rain coming down at the plex. Yeah, and uh, I'm hoping that goal comes from Shayna Matthews. I want to see nice. her light one up uh, uh, early on in the season here. Uh, the Spirits launch pre-sale for Audi Field matches. Um, the Audi Field matches are going on August 24 against Orlando and September 14 against the Seattle Rain. Um, so that opportunity is starting to 
uh, starting to develop. And um, those nights are going to be a lot of fun because Audi Field is beautiful. Yep. Um, and uh, those games, uh, it's, it's just going to be awesome to watch the Spirit play there. Um, the Spirit announced two partnerships. Uh, the first one with Potomac Soccer Association. I mean, the, it, this is this isn't new, is it? I feel like they've already had sort of a, a running relationship with them. Maybe this is the first official thing. Yeah, I, and it's funny because they had actually posted on social media about it, like maybe a week before it was actually announced. So okay, maybe um, that's why I felt like it wasn't like news. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that might have been it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Very good. And then they have a s- official sponsorship, uh, for the 2019 season with Gatorade. Yeah. Uh, so for everybody who loved seeing the body armor uh, sports drink at the Soccerplex, sorry to say that Gatorade will be promptly replacing those beverages. But um, I get uh, that's good news, right? That a major, major, organi- a major company um, has elected to uh, to sponsor the Spirit. I think it's just another more proof that they're taking development of this organization seriously. Yeah, I mean, Gatorade's a big name out there, and and it's always good. Yeah. Um, you know, casually they're around, uh, but I think that, you know, especially since it doesn't seem like this is a, um, a league wide thing. Uh, I think that is even better because it shows that, uh, they're, they're really making the effort to do things for the organization. Yeah. Uh, Gatorade, and this is in the, uh, the news release that the Spear put out. Gatorade's commitment to women's soccer first began in 1999 when they signed the United States women's national team legend Mia Hamm as their first ever female athlete endorser. So fun little f- fun fact there uh, on, uh, on Mia and Gatorade and that, uh, that unique moment. I think that uh, I think that does it, Jordan. I don't think there's any reason to keep on uh, to make this any longer than it has to be. Uh, kind of a short, uh, short week, short couple weeks on news and and with only one game to discuss and uh, not really a game that had much to really dissect. So um, I look forward to doing this again with you next week, and hopefully we're discussing at least one point coming away from May the Fourth, uh, Star Wars Night at the Plex. Yeah, looking forward to it. <laughs>